Welcome to episode two of this podcast that may or may not have a permanent name by now. Uh, But this week I wanted to talk about something a little more specific. I wanted to talk about the North-South choke. Um, I got a message uh, on Reddit or I got a comment on a Reddit post a, a week or so ago where somebody uh, you know, mentioned that they liked uh, a North-South Choke video that I, I put on YouTube back in 2020, which I'll, I'll link in the description here, which I was very flattered by. Uh, the North-South Choke is something that's been really near and dear to me for a, a long time. Um, back uh, in the late 2000s, 2009, 2010, um, I subscribed to Marcelo Garcia's website, which was really kind of awesome and unique at the time. People didn't really have training sites back then. And Marcelo Garcia is sort of the, the, the king of the North-South choke. He, you know, he probably has the best one ever. And, and this feels topical right now for a lot of reasons. Um, the submission-only you know, movement is kind of in full force. Uh, we just saw um, Johnny Grippo and... Uh, Kennedy Maciel, uh, Cabrinha's son, um, they met in the finals of the Emerald City the other, uh, this past weekend, and, you know, Kennedy had a couple of north-south choke attempts in the match, and uh, they met in the finals, and, and Grippo won, and, and Grippo is a black belt under Marcelo Garcia, you know, who is where I got most of my north-south choke details from, Um this is just an awesome weapon, and it's super underutilized. And I, I imagine pretty much um, this is the choke that people are the most most frustrated with. I have heard many black belts um, say that this is sort of the most difficult um, choke hold, if not submission entirely, for them to figure out. So I, I want to give a couple tips that have really helped me on um, you know finishing the north-south choke and then uh, a little bit of history at the end uh, and so and some context for for how you can apply this um, to your own game so you know it, the north-south choke really works um, it's not so much by squeezing in fact this is one of the only the only chokes I can think of in the entire game where squeezing actually makes it worse, uh, for the most part. If you, I think people think of the north-south choke almost like a guillotine because it looks like a guillotine where their head is facing the ceiling instead of the floor, but it's really not that much like a guillotine at all. Um, if you try to squeeze at all or lift, the, you know your forearm bone is going to cut into the back of their neck. And when you squeeze, it's going to sort of tuck their chin and bring their chin down and in tight, which is really not what you want. We, we, we're going to want the space between their chest and their chin wide open so that that throat is, is facing the ceiling. We want that throat, you know, fully exposed facing the ceiling before we drop downwards onto it. Um, it's almost like you know, you're, you're driving a wooden stake through the heart of a vampire, you know, and, and your, your shoulder is the stake. So the, the key to the north-south choke that, that's really made the biggest difference for me is when you're sprawling backwards 
to open up the, you know, the chin to open up their throat and pull their chin backwards, you can't sprawl back far enough. You know, no matter how far back you sprawl, you can sprawl farther back. So one practical piece of advice I would say is when you're sprawling backwards for that north-south choke, when you don't think you can sprawl back any farther, try to go one more inch. And um, a lot of times that makes a huge difference, that last little bit of space. So in a north-south choke, you know, in a lot of chokes, we're trying to close the space. In a north-south choke, in a way, we're really trying to open the space, right? We want to, you know, at the end, the space does get taken away when we drop our shoulder onto the throat for the finish. But to get to that position, we need to create space between their their chin and their chest. That's going to be the, the battle. Um, and squeezing just doesn't get the job done. So this sounds really crazy and you know maybe even a little bit graphic but if 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 you could imagine that someone is hanging uh from a building by their feet you know they're hanging upside down and you fall off of the same building and you catch their head as you're falling so you don't you know plummet through the air the amount of weight that would be on their head you know that's the that's the sort of weight that you want to sprawl backwards with. You want that kind of a um, opening up of the space between their chin and their chest. Bonus points really go to making their face face away from you. So if you're uh, choking with your right arm, your right arm is encircling the head, uh, you really don't want their face doing anything but facing the ceiling or facing to the right. If it's facing to the left, you, that's when you're going to start to run into some problems. Um, so, you know, the farther you can get their face facing to the right, assuming your right arm is choking, that's going to really uh, make it easier for you as well. The big point that I mentioned on, um, actually real quick, so as far as the sprawling back motion is concerned, you may notice, I'm gonna to try to include a, a highlight video of you know, Marcelo Garcia doing some north-south chokes. Um, you may notice every now and then he will use his free hand. He only does a north-south choke with his right arm. You'll notice sometimes he will use his left hand to press on to the shoulder of the person he's choking or to post on their hip and press off of their hip. That is, uh, well, number one, that's a great way to get the feel for the for the technique down without having to rely on both hands. But also practically, it's a great way to create some more of that space. If you can push off of their hip or push off of their shoulder, they're going to have a harder time turning into you to defend the, the choke. And they're also going to uh, not be able to to keep the space between their chin and their chest as closed and as tight. So, you know, you can practice that for a while. I think it's good to find a, a partner, you know, before class or after class or during an open mat, someone that's not going to full on resist you like crazy and just, you know, sort of work the position, get that arm around their head, but don't connect both hands and use that second hand to just frame on their hip or, or post onto their shoulder and push backwards uh, to create some of that extra space 
and then you know maybe shimmy your hips a little bit to the right to get their face looking away from you and then you can you know practice a, a you know dropping that shoulder onto the throat if you have really good body mechanics on this one you sometimes don't even need to drop anything on the throat this is something that is like 99% um body mechanics and body positioning i know so many statistics are made up i mean i don't know the actual percentage but it's very very heavy percentage of this choke is done with not much uh effort from the arms definitely little to no squeezing until maybe you know cherry on top situation you're in a match you're in a competition you know you have all the space you need and you really just got to put a little bit of mustard on it to to get that finish but um definitely when you're practicing this move and, and learning this position for the first time uh squeezing isn't the way to go um the tip that that i mentioned in the the last big tip i would say is isn't really technique related at all it's it's like uh it's kind of a, an issue of space and a problem when we're all you know training together and I, I mentioned this in the video uh too the in the short video that i dropped on this but um if you can imagine like let's say the average person the average person is not five feet tall but let's just assume that they are um let's say you have two people that are five feet tall and they're doing a north-south choke in a crowded class during open sparring and it, so if you draw a straight line from the person getting choked from the bottom of their feet to the end of the feet of the person doing the choke, that's like nine feet, you know, because, um, you know, five plus five is 10, but you got to take away a foot from, you know, where your your head positioning kind of overlaps a little bit. Um, so that's nine feet, and that's being very conservative. Most people are taller than five feet, and, um, but even let's just say nine feet, that's a lot, that's a long straight line on any mat in the world that has a decent amount of people rolling on it so one tip that's very helpful i see so many people give up on north south chokes because they start to sprawl and their feet run into some of their rolling partners their feet run into other people training on the mat and they they either stop and don't sprawl back any farther and they start to squeeze which isn't going to work as we've talked about or um they give up on the position because they know they don't have enough room or maybe their feet hit the wall, but either way it's, you know, it's got the same outcome. They don't have enough room, so they give up on it or they just make up for what the, the space they don't have with their feet by just squeezing with their arms. So if you just bring your heels to your butt, you're still sprawled, you're still flat, you can still shimmy your hips backwards and you don't have to have your feet fully extended. So just by bringing your heels to your butt when you're applying the north-south choke, you're gonna get some extra space. Um, whenever I'm doing a north-south choke and rolling and I feel someone else's body with my feet or I feel the wall with my feet, I immediately just bring my hips to my butt and I start shimmying my hips backwards if I haven't taken out all the space yet. This is a big, big help. Um, it's also very good on the arm triangle, you know, to bring your heels to your butt to, to help keep your leg from getting put into half guard. I know the, the arm triangle isn't what we're talking about. We could talk about that another time, but um, 
Yeah, the north-south choke and the arm triangle are two great ones where bringing your heels to your butt is actually a pretty great um, underutilized technique to improve at it. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention was just like a fun uh, kind of bit of history and context with all the submission-only stuff that's going on right now. Um, you know, uh, Dara O'Connell versus Boogie Martinez is a great match that you can maybe find on YouTube. Um, Dara O'Connell is an awesome competitor out of Ireland, and he uh, used to be all over those Marcelo Garcia forums back when the website was super active, and he has a killer north-south choke. In, in one of the first EBI Eddie Bravo Invitational tournaments, he uh, said that he focused a lot on the north-south choke because he knew that in submission only, if he passed the guard, people knew that they would not get scored on, so they would not um, fight up onto single legs and double legs, and you know they wouldn't turtle up to avoid getting their guard passed, so that they would just stay flat and do the home alone defense, you know, where they put their hands to their face and keep their elbows tight, you know, um, because they respected his back takes, you know, his guillotines, his darces, his anacondas. Those are submissions that you're not going to see as much in, in no-point submission-only tournaments because people get their guard passed, and they don't have to worry about the points. So they just stay flat and defend. The north-south choke is a great tool to break through that. So Dara, um, I believe he, he threatened a north-south Kimura on Boogie Martinez and then switched to the north-south choke because Boogie did not um, fight up on a single once uh, Dara had that guard pass. Um, the last example that I think is really cool is, uh, the very first Metamorris event. If you haven't heard of Metamorris, it was one of the first professional jujitsu shows. And there was a fairly controversial match from the first, uh, Metamorris, um, where Andre Galval faced Hiron Gracie in a, in a 20 minute gi match. It was submission only, uh, and if there was no winner, I believe there was. A, it was just considered a draw. Um, the match went to a draw, and you know Andre was a fierce competitor at this time. Uh, either you know in his prime, Hiron Gracie was not a huge competitor at this time, but but played a very tactical match where, you know, he tried to kind of tire Andre out a little bit and uh, drag him into deep water to try to submit him later and. You know, Marcelo Garcia put out a really awesome video right after this match where he talked about, you know, the north-south choke is just such an underrated tool for um, anybody that's dealing with someone that is, you know, playing bottom side control, playing bottom north-south, keeping that home alone defense strong. If you get a good north-south choke, if anyone is on their back playing very tight and safe, you can break through that defense. And it's just... It's been one of the best tools for me over the years. It's it's probably the move that I'm the best at that people may not know that um, may not necessarily assume that's one of my strongest positions, but it's definitely probably one of my three best techniques, and um, I'm a huge fan of it. There's some awesome resources on it. Um, a month's worth of Marcelo Garcia's website is worth it for anybody that wants to work on this move, not only can you watch pretty much every class where he's ever taught it from 2009 to right now in 2021, but 
You can also watch all the instances where he's done it and rolling at his gym. And you can cue all of those up and just watch them back to back. And I find for me, a lot of times I get better when I can watch somebody doing a move in rolling in competition, you know, just full speed over and over. You can watch thousands of videos, hundreds and thousands of videos of Marcelo Garcia, um, gi and no gi, hitting the north-south choke. And um, that could be really helpful for you. Um, I shouted out Matt Scaff on the first episode of this show for, you know, um, giving me some encouragement to work on this podcast. He has a really awesome north-south attack instructional It's heavily focused on the north-south choke, but it also covers um, the ninja choke. It covers um, some Kimura attacks from north-south. It covers some back takes from north-south. And it covers some um, truck attacks from uh, north-south, some twister pass options. So, um, you know, I'll try to drop a link to that in the description for this as well. Um, I hope this has been a a little bit helpful. And um, thanks for you know, people asking me about the North-South choke and if there's anything else I can uh, ever help with on it, you know, most of the people listening to this know how to reach me. Um, if not, feel free to hit me up um, on Instagram, uh, Drew Dars, D-R-E-W-D-A-R-C-E. And yeah, we'll keep this thing moving along. Again, if anyone uh, has listened before now, I appreciate you very much. Um, if you're just listening now, love and appreciate you too. And, um, everybody have fun training and, uh, be safe out there and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much.